Accomplishment Coaching is proud to present the following fine programming. Accomplishment Coaching, where coaches lead and leaders coach. AccomplishmentCoaching.com Welcome to The Coaching Show with your host, Master Certified Coach, Christopher McCollum. Hi guys, thank you for tuning in to The Coaching Show. My name is Clarice Connolly, and in the absence of Christopher McAuliffe, who's actually in, I believe, Perry at this point, I'm going to be taking over, and we're just going to be talking to some pretty amazing individuals. I'm going to be host, accompanied by Michelle Aiken, who is with us from New Jersey. Hi, Michelle. Hey, Clarice. And so uh, just a couple of things just to clue you in. We are a <clears throat> partners with, media partners with ICF, the International Coach Federation. And with our partnership now in its, I believe, fourth year, um, it gives us the welcome opportunity to support the fine work of all the folks involved in the association. So the International Coach Federation, which is also known as ICF, is the leading global organization dedicated to advancing the coach profession by setting high standards. It provides independent certification, and it also is building a worldwide network of trained coach professionals. So as the world's largest organization of professionally trained coaches, the ICF elicits instant credibility for its members. <clears throat> the ICF is also committed to connecting professional coaches with the tools and the resources they need to succeed in their careers. So to learn more about the ICF and to stay up to date on the latest news, you can visit <clears throat> them at coachfederation.org or follow them on Twitter, and their handle is at ICFHQ. So we're super delighted to have an ICF representative on each show, uh, I think, every the third Thursday a month. So be sure to tune in so you can have an ICF representative give you what's new and on the cutting edge of coaching. And the other thing we want to mention, and Michelle can chime in too, is the accomplishment coaching. Accomplishment coaching is the world's finest coach training program. And this is literally the Harvard, this is the Stanford, like this is the elite training program like no other. It's located in multiple cities around the United States and actually in Victoria, British Columbia. So you can find it in New York City, Washington, D.C. They also have programs in Chicago, Seattle, and San Diego. And my favorite part about this program is that they actually offer the opportunity for you to come in and observe for two hours on a Saturday afternoon and just really see what it is that they do and how they do it differently. Um, Michelle, what would you add about the... It's actually Saturday morning. Let's not uh, prepare people for oh, yeah. the afternoon. Let's <laughs> the be special, honest. Who wants to get up pre- at 10 o'clock on a Saturday? <laughs> um, but it's pretty amazing. It's It's a unique opportunity to be a fly on the wall for what coach training looks like. Cause I think if you go online and research coach training, everything looks the same, right? So exactly. come in with your own eyeballs and witness it. You can find out more about that on accomplishmentcoaching.com. Yeah. So for our first guest today, we are going to be interviewing Amber McHugh. 
She is a business operations expert, studied organization de- development in John Hopkins and has an M- M- in the MBA program. And she's the founder of Nice Ops, a modern business management and operations consultancy based out of Annapolis, Maryland. So McHugh is the creator of several noteworthy programs and courses for busy and first-time business owners. So including her signature, How to Clone Yourself, which accomplishes exactly as it sounds, sans sheep, the long-term hands-on program, Freshly Implemented, where she acts as an outsourced COO for growing small business owners, and her latest great and greatest development, CEO School, a brand new way for smart business owners to stop letting her business, letting their business run the show and start running the show for themselves instead. So welcome to the mic. Thank you so much for joining us, Amber. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Yay. Where do you find yourself today? Today, I find myself working out of Annapolis, Maryland. So I do some travel, but I, I've been home for the last month, which is fantastic. Oh, I can imagine. Now, Amber, you're a mother of how many? I actually have three girls. Uh, one Ooh. is 18, so there's a huge span, and then a five-year-old and a two-year-old. Nice. And you're running a super successful business. Yes. Oh, I love I love to hear those words because, you know, it's hard to believe sometimes. Like, is it really working? Yeah, it's really happening. <laughs> is it really working? <laughs> <laughs> Clarice, can I jump in? I have a question for yeah, Amber. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, yeah, it, you know, I, I love that thing about it being hard to believe sometimes because uh, Clarice and I work with brand new coaches mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. And and really, we both are. You know, I'm five years in. I, Clarice, how many years are you in? Um, this is my second year, actually. Great. So we're both, basically, we're beginner coaches, right? And um, my experience is that a lot of coaches, uh, they think that they're the only ones that experience self-doubt. And um, I would love for you to blow the roof off of that myth that you're, <laughs> yes, you please. only have self-doubt <laughs> when you first start. You still get that, Amber, yes? <laughs> oh, my gosh. I still get it. Just this morning, I was talking with one of my clients, and she is an established professional. And she's like, I don't know who am I to be doing this. Oh my goodness! I totally appreciate and understand that because I every every new level, every new a chance that you take, every you know. And in my, I actually run two businesses. I have a photography business as well. Oh, and nice. that business we've been running for yeah, we might be at nine years now, but eight or nine years. And that business is is crazy established. We've got team members, you know, running the show, um, truly in that. CEO role in that business, and I'm thinking, man, it's getting messy again <laughs> because we hit a new level. We've mm-hmm. hit a new level of growth. We've got to establish some new systems and get some new frameworks in place, and just a new way of thinking about our business. And and part of that is us as I have a co-owner in that business. You know, us as leaders thinking differently and and you know preparing and also preparing our members for that change. So there's like a new level of growth, which, so yes, every time I'm stepping on, you know, something new or I'm stepping to the next level in my business or in my life, right? It goes both ways. Oh boy. Yeah. I go through all sorts of, of <laughs> mental, mental uh, exercises. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. actually comforting. I don't know about you, Clarice, but I, I find that comforting because I think sometimes we get in this trap of thinking there's a finish line where we're done and we're cooked. Yeah. Yeah. I think for me, it's like one of those things of like, 
when you start to level up, you have that the disbelief just kind of creeps in and all that doubt. And then you finally get a hang of it and you're like, oh, thank God I made it. But that's the reality of like as soon as you level up again, it's it's the same thing. So that's awesome. It's, it's really comforting. It is so true. And I find the biggest thing that gets me through those is having a supportive community and a big support structure to help you get through that. Like someone said to me the other day, like, you're doing it. I'm like, no, no, I'm not. I'm so sorry. I'm like, no, you're not. <laughs> you are showing up. You're doing it. I'm like, okay, okay, good. And even sometimes someone will just play my exact words back to me. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. that sounded pretty good coming out of her mouth. So just having someone <laughs> like a coach. Yeah. Like, you know, a, a team and a support structure to just even sometimes just pair it back to you, the things that you believe and you have said before. So helpful. Well, yeah, actually, Amber, if you wouldn't mind sharing, how many different support structures do you have as someone mm-hmm. who is the CEO of multiple businesses? Yeah, that is a great question. I have a lot of support structures. Um, and, and, you know, over time, I have the program called How to Clone Yourself. So mm-hmm. I firmly believe in, you know, getting a team to help you focus on the things that are not in your zone of genius. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it doesn't even have to be a full team, right? So one person from Upwork or, you know, whatever it might be. So having people that can support you do the things that aren't in your zone of genius then so I've got I've got a team of resources, particularly on the photography side and in the consulting business. Like marketing is something that I will resist. So I uh, I have a, someone who's really amazing at marketing, helping me get the marketing done. Um, and certainly I'm contributing because it's my viewpoints and my my company, but mm-hmm. really helping me make sure it happens and mm-hmm. and on the execution. And the operations. So we've got the teams that are like helping produce the work and, and move things forward in the business. But I, I think the other uh, support structure that's really important is that I have a, a business coach who's really focused on digital marketing because I wanted to beef up my expertise there. So I've been working with him and a small group of people through a mastermind. And then I have a traditional coach where we talk about life stuff and we talk about business stuff. And you know, she knows more than a lot of people. Like, I probably share more with my coach than I share with my sisters. Yeah. Um, and mm-hmm. of course, like, it's all coming out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's nice to have that place. Not that I'm holding back from my sisters, but it's just nice to have a place where we're going to be productive about this and we're going to have conversations that help me reconcile, you know, what, what, what's going on in my head so that I can keep moving and really get some elevation over the topics. Um, and I think my team overall, we've got about you know, in both businesses, maybe about 10 people, but no full-time employees. So they're all filling a specific role and serving in some capacity. And then I've got, you know, the, the coach, two coaches mm-hmm. and a mastermind. Um, and combined, that's about 20 people as well. So, wow. and then the network wow. goes beyond that. Like I'm in networking groups. Um, but this is interesting research uh, from the business world is the book Business Brilliant calls out fantastic research. Like you don't need a huge group of people. You, mm-hmm. The most successful business owners um, have maybe five, uh, up to five people. And I think the very most successful have like a small group of three to five people that they are tapping into and sharing their failures with so that they can grow from those and grow from those experiences and not get stuck in, in the weeds or, you know, stuck in the, the mental craziness that sometimes happens <laughs> <laughs> talking to myself. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, is that 
partially why you started the Modern CEO to have it, which is Amber's podcast, new podcast, yes. plug, new podcast. Um, to, to have people be able to get even more support in the form of a podcast? Yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And I don't know, but there are some really good podcasts out there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had so much resistance, again, talking about, you know, areas where you're new level, new devil. Yeah. Um, the I love that. Was, I love that. Oh, the podcast was one big time. I had so much resistance. So I had support and I had accountability. And yeah, absolutely created that to help people, um, particularly like modern CEOs. When I started my businesses, there weren't as many of us out here, right? It was mm-hmm. like, okay, there, we have a couple of mentors and a couple of people look to look up to who are really doing things in a different way. And through now there are many more people. And I really want to serve that community in a bigger way from business, right? Really making sure our businesses run well, but mm-hmm. better business means a better life. So really making sure that the life is fulfilled through the business activities as well and that the business doesn't become you and, and take over, right? Because one serves the other. Um, not life-serving business. Business serves life. So, yeah, and we cover all sorts of things from true traditional business topics that we really need to be thinking about as modern CEOs, as well as, again, the life stuff, the mental obstacles that come up, the resistance that we face. So we run the gamut on the Modern CEO podcast because we got a lot of roles to play. Right. That's that's amazing. I love that you are such a model um, for what it is to be a modern CEO. Like, literally, I keep thinking of some of the people that are building businesses or that I've been struggling and, and just to hear that you have no problem delegating and, and to really be clear on what support looks like and how you've implemented structure across the board. I mean, that's beautiful. And that's something that I feel like not too many people think about or are open to or with the trust issues and whatnot. Um, thank you for doing this work and sharing that with your modern CEO podcast. Um, what would you say, though, has been one of the biggest mens- mental obstacles that you've kind of approached and seen and, and have been fighting with or can give us a tidbit about? Oh, my gosh. They're endless. I mean, I probably <laughs> I'm thinking the biggest, you know, the most recent absolutely comes to mind. But I'd say it's probably the biggest because it's reoccurring is every time I take on a new challenge, mm-hmm. um, it, it's got its own roller coaster, right? And it's not always the same obstacles. Um, so that's reassuring. There is growth. <laughs> yes. But um, so I do say, it's like, is this the right thing to share with my clients? Mm-hmm. Um, with the podcast going live, will they even like this, right? There's always some question I'm asking myself. Um, and sometimes it, it's... Um, it's, will they even like it? Like, I don't know. I just got to put it out there. And then other times it's much more productive in that, okay, what do my clients need right now? So what can I, how can I be improving my program? Is there another program or another service offering or a product I need to create to serve my clients? So I think, um, oh, I, I could, like it's the new level all the time. So the podcast is super difficult. And even now I'm going through a transition of, I see something different. I see see something that I need to do, but I can't clearly define it. So there's always that exploration that happens. Um, and, and I'd say that's probably the most difficult part is being in that space of, of the in-between. Um, those are probably the most challenging times for me. And I, I really try to, um, a mentor once t- said to me, you know, uh, trust the process. And like, okay, I'm going to trust this process. So grabbing, um, 
playing a mantra like that in my head really helps me move through that space of in between. Mm-hmm. When you just want to be there, like you want it to come to life. You want to have your baby, the thing that you're creating, uh, to just be here already. And mm-hmm. after going through three pregnancies, that analogy is really <laughs> fitting. <laughs> <Ha. laughs> but it's that space in between is probably the most difficult time for me. So I constantly try and, you know, sit in that space and trust the process because it usually ends up in a pretty good space. Mm-hmm. That's brilliant. It's really good. It's a really good thing for people to hear because I think our propensity is to look at what other people are doing and without realizing it or maybe intending to, to simply copy and mm-hmm. paste. And mm-hmm. I don't think it's what any of us want to do. If you ask anyone, would you like to be unique or would you like to be like everyone? <laughs> no one's going to say I would like to be like everyone, but from fear, we want to be like everyone else because mm-hmm. we can, at least it's been done before. So I can be sure that I'm not doing the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there is something to say about that, right? Like if you have a retail store, for example, you don't want to be off on your own. You want your boutique to be next to another boutique so you get that foot traffic, right? So if something's been done before, like you've got a proven case that this is this is probably going to work. But yeah, you don't want to be a mirror image because why? Why do I step into this boutique over another one, right? Like this one's mm-hmm. got my style of clothes. Oh, and that one's, you know, not my style. It's a little bit more casual or it's too dressy for my current lifestyle. But if, if you know that something has been done before and there's a proven way, like, yeah, okay. But how, what's the gap in the market? How can you serve that audience? differently or you know and that's one of my favorite ways to create and that's the the journey that I love going on is all right what's missing here now like the industry Mm -hmm. that uh, on the consulting side that I work in I work very much online and the industry is changing I'm like okay I filled a gap once before but there's something there's a shift happening and starting to be the detective of what is that shift and how can I uniquely serve the market now I think is spot on Michelle because if you're if you just come out and do the same thing over and over and over, you're not you're not prompting change for for your clients either, right? Mm-hmm. There's something out there that is needed at this current time, and what is that? And it might not be the thing forever, um, but there is an evolution to things. And I think that's one of the cool things is that when you can find that differentiator, right, you stand out so much more. And it's not always easy because you might look at people. And I'd be curious what you guys think of this, but look at someone like, yeah, that's what I do. I can do that and yes yes you can but yours is going to look different and that's a good thing Mm -hmm. right I think that's important because how many people look around at what's going on and say well I can't do that because that's already been done and so they don't do anything right Um, which was that was probably my biggest hang up for the longest time oh she's already doing that they don't need it (laughs) right which I mean the thing is people can hear things from different voices. So even if you aren't doing something like catastrophically different, it's still different because it's coming from you. Yeah, exactly. It's like your own flavor. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And people need different flavors. I've got to say, even when I was birthing that podcast baby, um, (laughs) my clients said that back to me. And of course they heard me say it like, Oh, you look good. Here's how you are unique. And I can sort of call some of those things out for them. And they saw the resistance that I was going mm-hmm. through because I share some behind the scenes. We are in this together. Mm-hmm. And they're like, no, you're different. Here's how you're different. I'm like, oh, yes, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> people, other people can see 
other people can see your greatness when you can. Yeah, mm-hmm. yes. and that's why I think having that team, having coaches, yeah, having people support. you know that you mastermind with and collaborate with mm-hmm. is so important. <laughs> what do you think was the um, What do you think was the piece that like lit the fire underneath you to have the courage to do this? Oh, the podcast. Mm-hmm. The well, one of my coaches gave me very specific feedback that, well, he told me about a year ago, actually. He's like, you, should, you need to do the podcast. Because I was debating between a book and a podcast, podcast mm-hmm. all the way. But he didn't have a lot of oomph or conviction. I'm like, yeah, I could probably put off that podcast. You didn't sound like, it didn't sound like I really needed to do the podcast. And I've got plenty of other stuff going on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I Clearly. put it off. And then I regrouped <laughs> with him <laughs> nine months later. He's like, why don't you have your podcast up yet? I'm like, oh. Well, you know, it didn't sound like I really needed to, and mm-hmm. I've had a busy year. You need to do a podcast, and he shared with me some of the reasons why a podcast in particular would be good for my brand and and would be helpful for my audience. And I'm like, oh, now I see. So again, it was someone else who had elevation over what I was doing. Right, I can get a certain level of elevation, but I can only go so far by myself. Mm-hmm. So it was nice to have that other perspective and that push from actually um, my my business coach and a friend, someone from the mastermind group. Um, we were at, out having poke bowls before a meeting, mm. and you have to do it. And I committed in that moment, and then I created a plan. So I think that's the next key piece for me is I can have the idea, I can have the desire to want to do something. But that only gets me so far. I need mm-hmm. to, okay, what is my, even my first step? I need to identify my first step to get the flywheel turning. And I had resistance every step of the way. And it's something I talk about in the first couple of episodes of the podcast because resistance looked like, oh, there's, you know, I haven't finished this series on Netflix yet. Or, <laughs> oh, the, the scandal's out on Hulu. And I, I identified that that wasn't me watching it for, you know, pleasure, entertainment, or to unwind. It was completely resistance. So I went back to the plan. Here's your next step. And really when the high level milestones of a plan are spelled out Mm -hmm. and I catch myself in that resistance mode, it's easier for me to go back to the plan to identify the next step than to be stuck in my head thinking about the next step. So it's about, for me, it's about pulling it out in advance almost so that when I'm in that space, I don't get stuck there. I can step out of it. It's another way of sort of getting elevation, stepping out of what's going on in my head and getting out of my head. Um, so that is the, the emphasis from the coach. And then, all right, what are my steps here? What's my first step? What's my second step? Um, high level really helped me move through it. Mm-hmm. I love that. I, That's Go ahead, Michelle. Sorry. Yeah, I just think it's so useful to have those voices outside of your head, be it mm-hmm. a friend um, or a coach and, and your business coach, I would call him more of a consultant because he gives his opinion to you. Yeah. That's Um, very fair. Yes. Yeah. Like we're, and we're over here, you know, we're, we're talking about the ICF at the beginning of this call and and the differentiations between these things. And we're really, Clarice and I are part of accomplishment coaching, which Mm -hmm. is always looking to forward the coaching profession and what it actually means. So I always mention it, um, because there's a lot of people who say coach, but they're more of a consultant, consultant and there's nothing yeah. wrong with that, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, cause I think even my therapist sometimes just tells me what to do. <laughs> She's like, well, you don't, you need to stop doing that and you need to do this. And I'm like, great. Thanks. Because when I'm on the phone with my coach, she doesn't. And 
it drives me a little crazy sometimes, but that's not what I'm there for. We're, mm-hmm. we're there to have a, a deeper conversation. But whether it's an ontological coach who's getting altitude with you and exploring the roots of your beliefs and what's in your way, or it's a business mm-hmm. consultant who's going to tell you, hey, do it. Mm-hmm. This is yeah. this is how it's going to help you. Here's the five things you need to do to get started. Sometimes we need that just to jolt us out of our own resistance, and it's so mm-hmm. useful. Yeah, it is so true. And I love that you called out and differentiated the consultant versus a coach. Mm-hmm. This particular person calls himself a coach, but you are spot on. It's more of that consulting role. And to your point, like they all serve different purposes. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why it's important to look at right, what support do I need? What challenges do I have coming up? And let me pull a team together that's going to help me move through this. And I left out one huge support structure, which is my family. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're like there for me all that's the time. They see all the crazy, mm-hmm. like the irrational crazy. Usually by the time I bring it to my coach, you know, I've, I've processed it a little bit already. But my, my family, particularly my husband, sees the, the true crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to like point out, you know, we do have about two minutes left. And, you know, ultimately... I love listening to the fact that, you know, I know business plans were kind of the thing that you focused on first and now hearing like as a coach to be able to pull people's business plans out of their heart and onto a paper as Mm -hmm. like a guideline. And that's, you know, essentially how me and Michelle were trained. But the piece of like always referring to that, even when you're in resistance. And I like that you really pointed that to the fact that a distraction is resistance. And, you know, what is something that you would like to leave people with today with the remaining one minute left about, you know, maybe distractions or resistance or something that they can take with them to kind of move them forward with the things they're executing? Yeah, there is this great, um, there's an author called Stephen Pressfield who wrote The uh, the Art of War. Is that right? The the Art of War? The War of of Art. Art. The War of Art. Thank you. I mixed up the, the War of Positioning. The War of Art. And he calls out that if you are experiencing resistance to something and the greater level of resistance that you're feeling, you're experiencing that because you are pursuing your soul's calling. Mm. So that came, that quote came to me at the tail end of my most recent experience of resistance. And I've read the book before, but I needed to hear it at the perfect time. Like, oh, no, you really have to hit publish on this, this podcast now because the level of resistance that you felt this is your soul's calling. You are right on, you're exactly on the right path. So I don't think that we can be late to pursuing that if it takes you a little bit longer to move through that resistance, but know that you're experiencing that for a reason and get with someone, like get elevation, figure out the best strategy. You know, for me, it's documenting the plan so I have something to go back to, but identify what it is for you and keep on going. Thank you so much, Amber. And check out her on her new podcast, modern CEO. We appreciate having you. And yeah, thank you for spreading all the wisdom and the truth and the magic that you're up to with the world. Thanks, Amber. Thank you so much. Have a good one. And up next, we'll be interviewing Jen Sincero. Hi, Mary. Our growth has me looking for new furniture, but I can't find the right vendor. Can you help? For sure. Do you know a company that will give me a great value? For sure. Do you know a company that provides great selection? For sure. Do you know a company that is professional and responsive? For sure, it's Shore. Shore Office Warehouse has been providing great value, service, and selection for over 40 years. It's Shore, for sure. ShoreOfficeWarehouse.com. 
Hi, this is Rob Barnett, CEO and founder of VinVillage.com and the Wine and Dine Show on VinVillage Radio. Do you have a wine, event, product, or service to promote? Then contact VinVillage.com to reach thousands of wine lovers across the country. VinVillage connects like-minded wine enthusiasts with unique and exclusive wines, events, products, and services. To learn more, contact us on VinVillage.com. VinVillage is where wine lovers connect. Do you want to be a professional coach? Are you in business trying to make a real difference with people you manage or work with? Have you started a coaching practice that isn't quite getting off the ground? Get the skills you need to be a successful coach today with the Coach's Training Program from Accomplishment Coaching. The Coach's Training Program will show you how to help others focus and be more fulfilled. Whether you want to improve your company's bottom line or create a thriving coaching practice, Accomplishment Coaching can give you the distinctions and practices you need to coach others effectively today. Accomplishment Coaching has spent six years developing a cutting-edge coaches training program that will have you ready to coach people professionally in just 12 months, and you don't have to take time off work to do it. To find out more about the coaches training program, just call 1-888-548-6813. That's 1-888-548-6813. Gotham Books presents Marriage Rules by Harriet Lerner. The book Martha Beck calls required reading for anyone hoping to interact successfully with any other human, not just for those in romantic relationships. Get your copy wherever books and ebooks are sold and visit harrietlearner.com to learn how to change your marriage today. <laughs> 